This is the Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Show. I'm your host, Coach James Lewis, trying my best to help you win your fantasy basketball league. As you know, last year I was in two leagues. I <clears throat> I took gold on both of those. Um, no stranger to gold, too. I Badminton tournament, big time yesterday. Took home a plaque, county champions. Um, so playing my hand at <laughs> coaching badminton. I found my calling, Kev. Maybe well, I should I'm, let go of the basketball team. Man, you East Coast people got me laughing out there. Badminton coaches, all this stuff. Like we don't have that kind of thing in California. Uh, we we don't have no badminton team out here. But there's bull. Is there a bowling team out there in Baltimore as well, or no? Uh, a bowl uh, Sunday evenings, um, nine p.m. <laughs> um, no, I'm d- just kidding. But uh, yeah, of course. And, and who, who doesn't want to take the kids out and bowl a little bit? I'm sure you got some obscure sports over there. And we, we we play real sports out here in Cali. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are playing out there. We play basketball, baseball, football. Boys volleyball is fun. Uh, that may be the skiers you guys get. Field hockey. I, I like me some field hockey as well. Yeah, cornhole. Cornhole. Like a, yeah, yeah, cornhole's a cornhole. A big one. All right, my and you heard the voice. Um, my co-host, friend, someone who knows hoops, uh, Kevin Coleman. You can find him at the boys underscore twenty two. He's a Cowboys fan. I'm a Washington football fan. We don't always get along, but we offer different perspectives in which I'm right more times than he is. <laughs> What's up, Kev? Hey, man. I'm glad to be here. Talk a little fantasy basketball. Uh, and you and me are actually in a league together right now. And so uh, it is it is a big thing that we want to try to build here at Triple Play. Talk about fantasy. Get on, get on that because I think there's not enough out there for you guys. So if we can provide something for you guys. Um, just little tips and it's tough. It's a tough, it's a tough league and it's tough to manage every week. And so anytime you need help, obviously you can listen to the pod or the show on YouTube, or you can find us on Twitter where we can find us. Um, and, and we can answer your questions here. And I, I will say coach is very good at fantasy basketball. So I'm going to give him some props there. He might be wrong on his takes, like in terms of his <laughs> basketball, but he's pretty good at fantasy basketball. I try, I try my best, uh, in both avenues. Um, but it, it it's it's still fantasy. It's still luck involved in you know you 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 do your research, but at the same time injuries happen, um, trades happen, uh, people refuse to get vaccines or, or just refuse to come to the the training <laughs> training facility, a la uh, Ben Simmons and and Kyrie Irving. So like. There's just a lot that go- that goes on in fantasy basketball, and our perspective here is more category driven. Um, there are point leagues, roto leagues. Um, I enjoy the category because I feel like um, it gives everyone a chance every week, and it's more of a to me uh, the more fun method. Um, Kevin and I are in our uh, ESPN league and is an auction league, so very kind of rare in a way, but that's a uh, nine cats and I run a, a Yahoo uh, league as well, which is a snake draft um, three pickups a week and you got to utilize them. So week one is in the books. Uh, we're going to take a look at week two waiver wire pickups, pick them up. Now, if you use your, uh, if you still have pickups for the end of the week, Sunday is a great day to pick up because um, you can u- utilize kind of last week's picks ups and still have your three for the next. Every league is different. Knowing the rules is huge, um, but we're going to start with people you need to pick up if they are not rostered today. 
Uh, and starting with, uh, yeah, Ben Simmons no-show equals Tyrese Maxey to the forefront. Um, people are are picking up on this. Uh, at beginning of last week, I think it was like 35% rostered. He's, he's now at 65% rostered. And these percentages are based on Yahoo, um, who, who hasn't picked up. He is a point guard, shooting guard, eligible. At this moment in the season, 35 minutes a game. And that's what you really, really want to look at is uh, usage rates, yes, but also who's playing. And and Tyrese Maxey is, is now your starter in Philadelphia, 17.5 points per game. Uh, rebound, he rebounds 4.5. 3.5 assists. This is, of course, off to like two games. Um, he, he's shooting a good percentage, and he gives you some threes. Um, you want to you want to definitely roster him while Ben Simmons is uh, is no show at this moment. Kev. Yeah, I mean, as long as Ben's not there, right? I think Max is going to be a big a good play there. I do like what he's bringing to the table in terms of rebounds, assists too. He's going to give you a bump there. Um, and your free throw percentage obviously he has a shot of time, but I love Maxi. I do think defensively he's a good pickup too, especially if you're in a Cats league. Um, I like that pick. I, and as, again, I don't think Simmons is uh, coach. You, you know, the Simmons. I don't know if he's coming back soon. Uh, I think that there's going to be opportunity uh, for, for Maxi and these other guys to kind of step up. Uh, so you got to keep an eye on that. So keep an eye on that roster, especially let's say Embiid goes down, which isn't, you know, he's going to take some days off. His knee doesn't look a hundred percent, right? A lot of these guys are going to have to be asked to do a lot of different things and you could see their categories just go up, up, up. Yeah. And uh, with, with that said about Embiid Drummond, if you had him roster, you picked him maybe in the last couple rounds. Um, it was a solid yes. pickup. Even it, I think he had 17 rebounds in like 16 minutes the other day. And if MB does miss any type of time, um, Drummond is, uh, according to Brad, the greatest rebounder of all time. But he is a he is one of the the best rebounders of this generation. Um, I will say that, and he he's a stat stuffer supreme as far as the rebounds and and he'll get you some blocks. So someone to keep uh, an eye on. Somebody that uh, you may have missed. I know I picked him up in one of my leagues. Uh, I missed him in the other one. Uh, this is rookie sensation. Uh, Dominican Republic stand-up Chris Duarte of the Indiana Pacers, who right now is second in usage rate, uh, 22%. Uh, he's second in the team in uh, shot attempts, uh, which just behind Malcolm Brogdon, he's, he's, te- he's shooting one more shot than Sabonis. Uh, but he's just a flamethrower to start uh, his NBA career. He had seven threes in, in his first game, and he's not afraid to put it up. He's NBA ready. Uh, currently, in the first week, 20 points a game, five rebounds, a couple assists, a steal. So he's all around filling it up. He's not shooting a great percentage, but he ain't afraid to shoot. So in uh, nearly four uh, threes a game. Um, category uh, stuffer in with Karis LeVert out. Um, he is in. He should be on I- anybody's roster in any league. You know, I agree. I I like man, I love Chris Dorte, right? Like we talked about him uh, uh, last year, and, and we had this. And I think that his shooting ability, I think he'll get his three point percentage up too. So I'm a big fan of that. If he gets that three point percentage up, we're going to see increase there and, and with what he does. And like you said, as long as LeVert is out, like that's what you got to do really in fantasy. I think it's more <laughs> labor inducive of just knowing who's out, especially there and know who like has the, you know, won't play in the back to backs. Everybody's got those rest days and stuff and find these guys and pick up these guys off the waiver wire. And I will say the waiver wire is not that active depending on the league you're in. 
So these are the guys that win you leagues right here. You just got to be more active than the other league mates. And I think that's what we're trying to get at. Uh, and, and we'll talk about that. Absolutely. Uh, another guy that is uh, feasting off of um, injury and will do so for an extended period of time. Will Barton, he's uh, rostered in 59%, according to Yahoo. Uh, he should be rostered in, in every league. Yeah, because uh, he just gives you every every category. These numbers that he's averaging in the first week, in, and this is on 33 minutes per game, 16 points, uh, almost seven rebounds, almost six assists. Uh, they put him in a pick and roll, a la Jamal Murray. When when he's in, um, he dominates that side because him and Jokic have the best pick and roll in basketball. But Will Barton's no slug, um, and you know, pride of Baltimore, Maryland, right here. Uh, he is quote unquote part of the Denver Nuggets future. Um, he He's a tough kid um, and he shoots good percentages. And I, I think what opened my eyes in this first week is that he's making three threes per game and he doesn't turn the ball over. So Kev, your take on Will Barton. Well, I was pissed because you grabbed Will Barton in our league that you had, that we had. I think that, he, I think, yeah, I think you have to get him. If he's on your on your stuff, you're going to go grab him, especially with his points per game and what he's able to do. Uh, and that Nuggets team is going to use them. They're going to utilize him in that offense. So uh, Will Barton's a good call for you. I, I like that call. I'm, I'm going to talk about somebody real quick just so you don't steal him from me. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's my boy Cam Radish. I really like Cam Reddish. And you know what? I know um, Gallinari's out right now, but hey, let, at, you know, I laugh every time I see Gallinari's out. He's always out. That dude's been out for his whole career. So um, he's had success. He's averaged 19 points per game, four and a half rebounds, 24 minutes per game, while knocking down three three-pointers in each contest that he's played. Uh, and he and this is the thing I really like. He has a 29% usage rate right now. He only trails Trey Young. So he's the second, he's <laughs> the second most used player on that roster. If that continues, and if he can do what he does, and his free throw percentage, when you're looking at what he what he can do there, if he can do this, he's going to keep Gallinari on that bench because they love Radish. They use the lottery pick on this kid. So I think he's a huge one. He has a four-game week coming up with some favorable matchups. I would definitely slam Cam Reddish right now in your league. And only 31% rostered is a travesty. Go get and, Cam Reddish. And side note, Kev is a, a Duke fan, so he's always going to root for, for a Dukey. <laughs> I um, am a Duke fan, but that, that's besides the point. Okay. Besides the point is like if Cam Reddish is 31% rostered is, 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 is disrespectful coach. Uh, small sm- sprinkle on, on Barton, pick him up today. Cause he does play Monday and Tuesday back to back. That's something else that I look for uh, on Sunday is who can play a couple games at the beginning of the week, especially if they're on the, the bottom of your roster bubbling. If you can get two games and then you make a decision on someone else. Now I don't suggest that with Barton, uh, but someone like a like a Maxi, who you know, whose production probably won't say the same all season long. Now, I think that about Cam Reddish. I think he's just he started off hot, and there's just so many people at that position or just around that position that are going to produce. You mentioned Gallo being out, and and Cam is feasting because of this. I think Cam will have um, good weeks and and some some slumps as well. Um, he's had some durability issues uh, in in his NBA career, as well as DeAndre Hunter, who's going to eat some of those those stats. Like, it, who do I get for for Atlanta? Um, so you you really got to pay attention who's hot because Herter, when he's hot, he 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 produces all around um, rebounds, assists, uh, threes. Um, so one dynamic, like one piece of that puzzle is 
you know, Trey Young, if you had Trey Young and in, in, into the first round, you are just smiling ear to ear because he got all of these weapons to pass to. So 24.5 minutes per game. You want like more of that. Uh, I like I like Cam right now. I think he's a hot pickup uh, for week two. So I am not mad at you uh, for that. Now, a guy that went under the radar and uh, last year was not getting enough minutes. But when he does get minutes, he produces at a high level. This is Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio yeah. is amazing, and he's had a great start to the season. Uh, Darius Garland rolled his ankle. He's been playing uh, 33 minutes a game, 17 points this last week, nine assists. We know how he fills up nine. But the big, big shocker here is he learned how to shoot the three ball. He's making three per game. Um, we saw this in Olympics when it was Olympic Rubio. They just were giving him the ball every play, and he just was amazing. Uh, his connection with Evan Mobley is unbelievable. The Cavs threw out a, a two-point guard, three-center starting lineup uh, yesterday with, with Mobley, Markinen, Allen, um, Sexton, and, and Rubio. But Rubio, uh, especially with uh, Gar- Garland out right now, you need to, to roster him. And he's only rostered in 56% of leagues. I ooh, I like Rubio. I had him on my list on this. Uh, now I think he's gonna he's gonna continue to start, right? I mean, as long as Darius Garland is out. So yeah, I think Garland that. is 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 you know even when Garland's back, uh, and, and he's coming off the bench, I think he's you know he's that first guard, and I think he'll stay he'll stay a steady, you know, hopefully thirty minutes per game for fantasy owners. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. I know we're gonna talk about him probably, but Evan Mobley. If if it, Rubio is his biggest asset, right? So when you're talking about Evan, like his ability to, he's a pass first point guard, and you've already seen what Evan can do. And Evan's our guy. We talked about him a lot last season uh, going into there, and I was a big fan of Evan Mobley. But if you look at what Rubio is doing, he's going to get the ball to him, and he's going to use that. I think his assist rates there. He has a solid usage rate of twenty two point seven percent on his team right now. So I like that idea. Grab Rubio, use him if you need help for point guard. And I will say the point guard position can be difficult in fantasy. That's one thing I've found for basketball. Like, who are you going to grab? I saw, like, if you reached on Killian Hayes or something like that, maybe Rubio mm-hmm. would be a better roster right now. Um, yeah, just would. based, like, especially if it's not Dynasty. Yeah, uh, and Cat Cat's Lee, he's a cat king. He He's high in assists. He always been getting steals, and now that he's hitting threes, um, Ricky Rubio, and, and, he, and he sprinkles in. Um, some rebounds as well, uh, but uh, you already you jumped ahead to rookie love, and I love it because Evan Mobley. I I got him for one dollar in our auction league, and I know everyone in our league is is pissed that they they didn't spend their two dollars on him when Luca got <laughs> Luca was like what ninety six dollars. Um, Evan Mobley in three games, averaging sixteen eight and three on fifty six percent from the field, <laughs> two blocks a steal. I mean, he does everything and he shoots such a high percentage. Um, and they're like, they're running a lot of zone, um, putting him in the middle and he just covers the sport, uh, the floor so well. That's the, the reason why they can play these, you know, three centers. I mean, marketing is a, is a shooter. Um, so they all have different skills, but his yeah. defensive ability to get all around the court, um, makes that, that work. And, and Evan Mobley is already averaging his, his college numbers, which, is just high producing. And if you have him, um, you are very lucky because our rookie classes, it is sensational. And um, we've seen people have some hot starts already. Speaking of hot starts, Desmond Bain of Memphis, uh, a guy that was, was fringe um, all rookie last year. Uh, I, th- I think he just missed it. Um, right now he's averaging uh, 
30 minutes per game. He's rostered in 43% of leagues uh, with Grayson Allen out. Uh, it's, you know, seen an uptick in his, in his minutes and his production. He was a really good three point shooter. We saw that last year. He's um, giving you three threes a game right now. He's averaging uh, a dub uh, in that first week. So I think Desmond Bain uh, is someone that, that should be rostered. He gets you some, some rebounds um, and he shoots, shoots pretty good percentages. And uh, the dude, that seems to have a connection with, with Josh. So I, I think Desmond Bain, a guy that no one talks about, but if you had it on him on your fantasy roster, uh, you'll, you'll reap the benefits. Yeah. I think it just kind of depends. I, I, I feel like he's, he's a good, he's a good ad. How consistent can he be? I think that's the key. And yeah. where does he, where does he pop up in that roster? Uh, it's kind of similar to that your concerns with reddish to me is uh, with yep. Bain. I think it's the kind of the same concern there. I just I just want to lean on talent a little bit with Reddish and then the draft capital they gave up to get him and all those type of things. Um, but I, I like Bain if you're really struggling that position. And again, point guard, shooting guard, like you said, that's a different um, that's a different advantage you would get from that based on that roster position. Yeah, I think that they are in the same tier, um, Reddish yeah. and Bain uh, as tier two. I think the like the Rubios, Bartons, and and Duartes, like those are you must add, you must must. I think. Um, if you if there's more team you're in a 12 team league i think that bain is is a guy that that should be you know on the bottom of a roster so um somebody should somebody should have him um a guy that i picked up in a couple leagues uh uh precious achoa and please can you guys give this guy a, a center eligibility he's small forward power forward eligible <laughs> um averaging uh 26 minutes a game that's the important thing now this is not like a season long uh, pickup because I think uh, when Pascal Siakam comes, you'll see that his minutes will drop a little bit and uh, his production will drop down as well. Uh, get, he had a game where he had 15 boards this week, so currently in that in that first week, 10 points, uh, 11 rebounds, 3.5 assists. Um, he's not shooting a great percentage, but he shot 54% last year. And guess what? He he actually sh- he's shooting one three a, a game. He didn't take a single one last year. Um, he's a terrible free throw shooter. Uh, somebody that has blocks ability. He hasn't given, given me a block. He, we saw him stuff KD in that, uh, USA exhibition, uh, versus, uh, Nigeria in the win. So he has those cap- that capability, uh, 40% rostered. Um, just keep an eye on him. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to cut him probably next week or <laughs> week after that, but I also have Pascal on my IR, uh, chilling. So, Pascal comes back. Um, it, I'll probably uh, make make a move from him, but you know, rebound eleven rebounds in a game with fifteen like that's nothing. Yes, that's nothing to like sniff at. No, I mean as long as as long as he's going to get the minutes right, and me and he had fifteen points, fifteen boards in twenty four minutes on Friday against the Celtics, and then he had a ten and twelve. So you you've noticed that he can do that. I've loved pressure such you. I have him on a couple of my dynasty leagues on my taxi squad still. Okay, uh, and I do think that he's going to eat into his role. But right now, I mean, hell, you might as well go. He's playing Chicago, Internet, um, Indiana, Orlando, and Indianapolis again. So he's going to have a lot of games this week. You're going to look for that categories. I like it. I think that he's going to step up. I think he's going to show that he can actually be kind of a double-double guy. Um, and he's just kind of that clear guy. I just wish that they would have the center ability. Uh, I think in sleeper they do. So if you're playing on sleeper, I believe in the sleeper league I'm in, I think he's center eligible. I'll have to check right now. Uh, but if he if he's not, I still like him as that power forward role. Um, I like Precious. Precious was a guy I like coming into the draft two years ago. And I think in multi-category production, you're going to see that. Yahoo, 
hook my boy up with a center eligibility. Same thing, ESPN. Now I know you are stingy over there at ESPN as far as players and and, and flexibility, but um, give him center eligibility. Give Scotty Barnes some center eligibility. Um, I thought you were going to touch on him because he's been super duper impressive uh, to start. So some ruck, rookie love here. Scotty Barnes, um, yes. great start in, um, you know, a game with 25 points from a, a guy that's not known as a scorer is uh, is eye opening. But he really feels it all all around in, in category yeah. leagues. Yeah, no, I, hey, he's a good there. Can I ask you what you feel like? What, what's uh, I don't want to say going on in him, but Jalen Green, are you a little worried at all right now? No. Nah, okay. he, did you see him try to boom? Who did he try did to dunk him. on yesterday? Oh my god, he was flying! He tried to murder that guy's family and his life. Um, I, I would say I, I'm not worried about him because he'll 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 get it together. He I will. thought he had two very very fit, like ideal games games against OKC and Minnesota, which I thought that that would be maybe some coming out games. Only scoring nine points is definitely not good enough for him. He struggled from the three-point line, and we talked about that as a, as a group last year when we did our, our breakdown. We said, hey, his three-point percentage got to be better. You know, 2-11 and 11 is not good enough. I just worry that people spend a pretty high pick on him, I think. I mean, I have him in our league. I got him for, like, I think eight bucks in auction or six or something like that. I got him for a pretty good price. I just thought he'd be able to score more points for out there. I think he'll come along. He's still a rookie, but I, I think it's fair to be like, okay, well, I, I think those are positive games. Now let's see what he can do next. Yeah, uh, nine points. Uh, in, well, I mean, this is a two-game sample size. Nine yes. points, three and a half boards, three assists. Uh, I play the Celtics today. You so. know, you see, you're going to see an uptick in all of that, and you're not going to shoot 18% from the three-point line. Uh, the entire year, uh, the kid is sensational, and, and he'll figure it out. I don't, I don't think Anthony Edwards came out the gate um, uh, like uh, killing people. So I th- like, don't cut him if you did. If you if you're thinking, oh, he's got nine points, don't cut Jalen Green. Uh, Jalen Suggs, his first game was like he shot like three for thirteen, and I I was scratching my head. But then the next game, he almost had a triple double. I think he had like a twelve, eight, and nine. So. Uh, your rookies that'll that'll happen. Uh, rookies rook, rookies will go up, rookies will go down, but um, this is a very strong rookie group, and they will they will produce. So keep on to some of the like the high the high names. Josh Giddy too, like Josh Giddy's uh did, hasn't had a great start. He had ten rebounds in the first game, um, but I, I don't know what, what's up with OKC because they were getting blown out the other day and they didn't play him. Can't. Play the rookies when you when you when you're losing. Come on, guys. I don't well, know. Hey, Shy's not been good, right? Shay, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call him Shy until you can see. He, he oh can my god! Yeah, I'm, I'm calling him Shy until you, you know Shay. <laughs> whatever he is not. When do we start getting worried about him, Coach? Um, I'm not worried about him either. I think okay. I mean rough start. They got like I said, like I just said, they got blown out. It, it you know, twenty nine point five minutes per game right now he'll be fine he's just shooting 15 from the three-point line i expect more too and i don't expect his play to to dwindle he's he's a kid that has improved every single year of his uh, nba career every year his nba career uptick in in points all around he averaged 24 points last year per game six assists five rebounds i think that he'll come back to earth do not overreact on shea and if you're another owner try to um, pose a trade to get him. Rough, rough um, start. You know, you could, you could, 
you can get him for like you can get him for a lower price right now. So yeah. I'm not terribly uh, worried about him now. One um, guy that I want to talk about since we're doing we've been doing some rookie love here. Um, that's uh, Franz Wagner. He's 18 percent rostered, uh, but he's playing 33 minutes a game. He's he's found himself uh, a role. He's just he's like really he's like good at everything. Uh, he, he's got a good feel. He's only averaging one assist, 14, 14 points. But my my the thing that makes my eyeballs open up is is the minutes. And then the fact that we've seen him produce in steals and in blocks in college. Um, and he can he can hit threes. So like category leagues, I, I take a I take a look at him. And then um, especially if you're in one of those dynasty leagues that, that Kevin was talking about. Um, Franz is a guy that I feel like will produce at the fantasy level for years to come. Yeah, I like Franz. Uh, you know, especially on that Orlando team, you're going to see usage there. You're going to see what, what's going on there. Um, hey, shout out to Mo Bamba. Want to give Mo Bamba a shout out? He's playing pretty well. Gracious. So again, Mo Bamba's a guy out there. I know he's the most added player on the ESPN leagues that we're in. Uh, right now, I think it's at 53% rostered. If you maybe can go get Mo Bamba, he's going to get garbage There's time no minutes. Way. You're going to see you're going to get garbage time minutes as well. Uh, he recorded a double-double, 15 points, 10 rebounds, uh, one assist, one steal, two blocks in, in the loss against the Knicks. He's been impressive, and I think he's been playing with Carter. We talked about that on, on the center stuff. He's been playing with Carter. So now that opens us up a little bit, and now if Wendell Carter and him can kind of coexist in fantasy, that's a good thing. I don't know if that's a great fit for the <laughs> Magic, but in fantasy, I don't care about that. Um, I think that's a good thing that you get those minutes. Well, and we've seen um, Suggs and Cole Anthony playing yeah. together as well. Um, with Gary Harris uh, going down. Uh, Orlando, as we know, is one of the worst teams in the NBA, but that doesn't mean you can't get some fantasy value. And I think Mo Bamba was the hottest pickup week one. If you if you didn't draft him, um, he has a chance to lead the league in blocks per game, and he has six threes in the first week. Uh, so if you have mom, yeah. uh, Mo Bamba, you are smiling. You probably got that song on repeat when you're going into the car. So I'm actually playing against Mo Bamba this week, and he's single-handedly uh, destroying me uh, in blocks. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of kicking myself because we, we talked about him in the scene. I know. Uh, the center preview as far as getting him. And uh, I missed I give, him, too. You whiffed. Yeah. I, I, that, I, I, I wanted him bad, but I just didn't. I didn't pay up for him, and now it's hurting me. It's hurting me inside. Um, completely understandable. Um, so we've talked about some guys that kind of we we wish we we had. We talked about uh, players you need to pick up for week two. Um, but we always like to talk about performances of the week. And um, who is your fantasy stud? Who do you got? You know, I'm going to go with uh, Brandon Ingram. I like what Brandon Ingram's done so far. And I think with uh, with with everybody being out on that team, what he's going to see, I think until Zion returns, he's going to be one of the highlights of that team. He's going to get the usage. His value sky high, triple-double in the first two of games of the season. Uh, I think that he's going to be able to do that. He's going he's to put up numbers, right? He had 30, 26, 25 this week. Rebounds as well. Uh, he averaged just under about seven rebounds a game. Assists too. Uh, I know he had a big turnover game this last Saturday, but that we don't like to see that. But again, I think that for him, I think that he's shooting. You know, when you look at his three point percentage, everything is there. I'm a big fan of him this this week. And I think as long as he's there, as long as you're looking at, he's shooting 46 percent from the three point land. Yeah. As long as he's still playing without Zion, he's going to see a high usage, and I'm going to oh, pound him all day. 
Absolutely. So uh, on the season, averaging 27 points, seven rebounds, uh, six assists in the three game sample size, 49 percent from the field. I love um, Brandon Ingram um, as a, a, a owner of him last year. Uh, I got him, I think, like the sixth round. And um, he was one of my better players all all year round. So even without with with Zion on the court, he's kind of their their number one option as far as getting yes. that the person that touches the ball the most. So uh love love some BI. Oh, and it, it, did Kevin Coleman just get another Dookie shout out? <laughs> hey, it's not my fault. It is not my fault. Duke has all these massive players out there. Okay? Oh, it's not yeah. my fault. Just letting uh, you guys know. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. So my my performance of the week is is kind of twofold as we saw these guys head, head heads up. Uh first of all uh Steph Kerr. Now, you know, first of all, <laughs> Paul George, because there's gonna be a little bit of slander. First of all, Paul George with a little preview of, of Steph Curry. Paul George, uh, if you got him late first round, uh early second, you know, that he was a hot um a person with you know Kawhi Leonard basically gonna gonna miss the whole entire year. Uh we'll see if he gets back to his, like his MVP type of stats. And I, I think that he's gonna he's gonna bring it. Uh he's the number one option over there for the Clippers and in this past week he averaged 35 points a game 10.5 rebounds five assists uh shoot 56 percent with a huge thing five threes a game goodness gracious like that that'll win you that category he had 41 and 10 in the opener versus the Grizz in an L uh in which he called uh Ja Morant prime D he looks like prime D Rose like that is that's mm-hmm. a huge compliment, and uh, John Morant's going bananas to start. Uh, but it, it's funny because he tried, he, he poked the bear with Steph Curry, and Steph Curry had to, had the last laugh. Um, Steph Curry started the game. This was on TV, and if you if you missed it, like you, like if you if Steph Curry's on TV and you don't watch it, um, there's something wrong with you as a bas- if you are a basketball fan. So he had <laughs> 25 in that first quarter, went perfect, nine for nine. Uh, he ended with 45 and. What Paul George is like, you're going to shoot from the logo. He shot from the logo in the final minute and hit it like a three that 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 won them game. Yeah. 33 points a game that this guy was my fantasy darling last year. I'm, I'm missing out not having him this year. Uh, 10.5 rebounds. That's crazy that he's he's grabbed that much. He's a he's like not he's a small guy, you know, 5.5 assists. Uh, his three point percentage is higher than his field goal percentage. <laughs> Is he's a forty, almost a forty-three percent, three-point percent shooter for his career, even though he shoots eleven a game. So five threes, he probably won you that category. Uh, seven free throws a game. That's that's huge, and you know he doesn't miss. He has the greatest free throw percentage of all time. Uh, shout out Steph Curry to my performance of the week. Yeah, no, I hey Steph's done well. I had that. Um, I know that we want to probably go to cut lists, guys. That maybe we we might want not to get there. I don't have a ton for this. I try. I don't know about you. How how do you feel about like just cutting dudes? Uh, I, I feel like you got to give them more than one week. Uh, but I will say I did cut one guy, uh, Malik Beasley. I got rid of Malik Beasley. Oh. Uh, I, I'm out on Malik Beasley right now. He didn't have the greatest stat line, which you will see. He's thrown up six points, nine points, uh, four assists. He, he does fill up some of the categories there, but I think he's what, with a healthy squad now. I think he's kind of moved down that pecking order a little bit. And hey, I missed on Anthony Edwards. That dude's a baller. Uh, I'll be the first to admit. And like, so I think with the usage rate you're going to see there, I think Beasley is is definitely someone that you might be able to drop. 
Yeah, and I got, I'm a Beasley owner in one league, and I'm a Ant owner in the other. And um, Beasley is definitely on a fringe uh, cut list, but the fact that he just he's such a potent scorer since he's gotten to Minnesota, I'm holding on to him for now. Um, but cuts, I mean, you kick yourself in the foot when you cut a guy, and then he, he ends up being. <laughs> you know awesome on someone else's team but i make a lot of i do make a lot of moves and sometimes it, it kills me but other times uh it, having that flexibility at the bottom of your bench it makes you make more pickups during the week and th- then you get more games um yes. and then you maybe somebody falls in your lap uh, like a chris duarte and you're like wow i just now i got a a solid starter on my team so uh yeah he's somebody on the fringe i'm keeping him for now uh Cut lists, uh, easy ones. Uh, Thad, Thad Young, he's not in the rotation. He had a DNP, coach's DNP yesterday. Um, and last year, if you had a fantasy over Thad, Thad Young, you loved it. You loved him because he produces all around. Uh, yeah. Points, rebounds, uh, assists, steals, uh, get you a block here and there. Uh, Enos Cantor, uh, I got him in one of my leagues. I cut him immediately. I thought Al, <laughs> Al Horford having COVID, not being there. He didn't play a single minute in that, no, in that, in that New York Boston uh, overtime game. And he's it, all they have is Robert Williams. They were playing yeah. Grant Williams at center over uh, Enos Cantor, who was a walking double double whenever he gets minutes. So that was a little disappointing. That was a quick, quick cut uh, for me. And then I, Goran Dragic was uh, the starting guard for Toronto opening night and uh, he's a guy that that gives you assists and threes but he's always hurt uh, I'm done on the Dragic way I had him last year I picked him up cut him like six times I can't I can't do Dragic anymore uh Gary Trent Jr. is the better option there he gets steals he hits threes and points he doesn't really produce outside of that and doesn't shoot a greatly high percentage but he's somebody that is fringe rosterable uh I got I don't know but I got to make a decision. Uh, my <laughs> Currently, my team name is The World is Flat because I'm kind of like poking fun at myself for drafting Kyrie and spending $2 on him in the auction. Now, in ESPN, I'm doing backflips because I can put him on my IR. That's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. In Yahoo, I can't. I can't do anything with him. Um, you can't do anything with Ben Simmons either. They are just they're just killing me. Uh, cause th- th- these, th- this type of production of 27, five and six, which what Kyrie did last year at shooting amazing percentages all around in threes, he was the number 11 fantasy player in eight cat leagues. Uh, I'm so close to cutting him. I'm holding on. I'm hoping Woj tells me like he had an epiphany and he said, you know what? The vaccine's actually good. And uh, and then and then he comes back, and I, all of a sudden I have a, a one seed at my at my point guard out of nowhere that I drafted late. But um, he is killing me. Um, I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, the public are are you done on the Kyrie thing? Are you are you cutting ties or are you, are you keeping him? Because I haven't uh, seen a huge tick as far as his roster. I think he's still rostered at a, at a high level in, on Yahoo. No, I stay away from him altogether in in the first place because I just didn't want anything to do with it. I think for $2, I think you can hold on to him for maybe another week and see maybe what's going on with Kyrie, see if maybe he wants to come back, especially if, let's say, let's say the Nets, you know, they lose a couple games. Maybe they'll get a little bit of pressure from his teammates, like, hey, you need to come back there. Uh, but I would say after this week, if there's no news, there's nothing coming out, he's hard to keep on, on your roster. 
Yeah, with, uh, with ESPN, I, I don't have anybody else injured, so I'm keeping them there. Uh, we have three spots as far as the IR is concerned, but the Yahoo, I, that's the one, I'm, and he's 88% rostered in Yahoo all around, so 88% of fantasy players um, can understand my gripe here. Um, so it's hard, but uh, I think that wraps up our uh, our week two pickups, talking some fantasy hoops. Uh, we're we're going to give you one of these every week. Uh, it might be me, it might be Kevin, but hopefully we did something for you to have an advantage uh, going forward. Um, thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, please like, subscribe, comment, and we'll give you some love next week. Kev? Yep, see you guys. Have a good time in your fantasy league, and make, make sure you're active. Try to be as active as you possibly can, and we'll be bringing this to you every week.